louder! What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Rabbit Hole. I am the pod boss, TJ Bowser, and we have a very special episode for you today. So earlier this week, we recorded an episode with Nightmare on Elm Street 4 and 5 star Danny Hassel. Uh, he was in his RV, so the audio is a little bit finicky, but we cleaned it up the best that we could. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation between Mixtron and Danny Hassel. Hey. <laughs> so uh i haven't seen you since that art film uh <laughs> listen i know i love uh i love promoting the movie because i'm always telling people i i'm i tell them i go look it's a horror film it's got some really fun deaths and there's also a love scene between two dudes and that goes like- on and on <laughs> and on <laughs> not me wah, wah. I- <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it's not you. I should just leave it at like that. It's like you I should. Exactly between two guys, and then just leave it. yeah, two guys. <laughs> what you don't have to point out is that it goes on for twenty minutes, and it makes up a third of the run of the film. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I went. I had like two beers, a cigarette, a hot dog. <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, yeah okay oh, oh shit yeah i'm not gonna say i i i am not saying what film that was oh from hell too man go see it it's a great movie <laughs> <laughs> wow that's uh that's that's your that's, that's your hey that's your ringing endorsement yes yes i guess so what a hey man Whatever. We were not, we had a premiere. It, you know, I love when we have these independent movies and you just do your own thing. Fuck Hollywood. We'll have a premiere. Yeah, fuck everything. <laughs> well, That's, you, you, yeah. you know, the, the funny thing is, is, is I feel that like I'm out there to try and, and find the independent filmmakers and help them out one at a time. No, um, you- I was a little too late for that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's. Man, the, the, everyone that worked on it was good. I mean, the, I mean, I guess or whatever. I mean, it was like it was a small. It was one of those movies where like the crew and cast are all carrying camera equipment. And look, shit. look, <laughs> it was it was a party, right? I, I much every scene I booze in it, and then afterwards, I think they're you know I'm probably drinking them too. I don't know, man. It was all <laughs> we got towed in, and it was actually funner and shit. I had a blast. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. I always tell people there was, there was so much sex going on up there, man. I just couldn't find it. Was just- oh, oh God. Wait, 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 wait. You, you just, I, I almost passed out right there. Whatever. Holy. And you know, it's to each his own, man. People like the movie or whatever. So whatever. And then, yeah, you know, like I said, like the cameraman's actually badass. He was fun as shit. We had a good time. He's a good DP, you know. He's everyone's learning and doing their, you know, stuff. I, I Sam wrote. Oh. Sam reached out to me at the end of the film and said, you know, uh, can can you give me some advice and 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 stuff and 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 I'm working with him now. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's solid for sure. He's definitely got. I like working with him myself. 
Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, funny is I was whatever, man. Like I said, I'm so old and I'm trying to get back into acting and do, you know, whatever. So Hollywood isn't really like knocking down my door. You know what I mean? No one's calling a fucking <laughs> old dude. You know what I mean? So, hey, man. No, no, no. But no, seriously, like, you know, no one's like, unless they know the movie, no one's like, hey, come look at this movie I did 40 years ago. They're like, they're not going to fucking hire you on that. You know? Hey, you were, you, you, you were very good in that film. You, 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 you. Oh, no. Yeah, I was I, the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, 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 but I have to say, and and you know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put it out there that Mark Patton stole that fucking film. He did from the moment we got on set because we did like a weird kind of like a not a weird but like a uh, like this like with lines you know like one time reading the script that was written wrote right there. yeah a read a read through right good thing and then so when we got on set no one really knew what like what was gonna go down you know how people were gonna play we did blocking and da 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 and then. But when Mark came out, it was people were laughing and just it was fucking hysterical, dude. Like then I knew it was gonna be it. Like from the moment he started. You're right though. He he was thrilled. He, he stole the whole fucking thing. He 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 absolutely he was so the great thing was is he was so over the top that it actually went over the top and came back around. <laughs> I know. I'm telling you, man. We were there. Everyone was laughing then. We knew that then. We knew. Or I, I did. Everyone was like, "This is funny." He was being so funny, man. So we. Oh were, God! Yeah. No. He. It's. It's so. So. Uh. You know. Come. Come to see this movie for Danny Hassel, but stay for Mark Patton. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. 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 There. There you go. So. Uh. Uh. You and I have known each other for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, and and I have to say 100% that you are the man. Yeah, I mean, was, <laughs> just getting back to talking about these movies, I, I did a vampire movie, and then they ghosted me so hard. Right, This is right before I did the movie up there with the, the art movie. <laughs> yeah, the art movie, yeah, right. <laughs> and I did a vampire movie that was, it looked really fucking cool, dude. It looked really cool, right? Again, low, low budget, whatever. And I'm trying to get new tape on myself, and I was bald, and I was in sick-ass shape and stuff. They ghosted me so hard. I just now got stills from it. And it's, they're, you know, basically, it wasn't the director or anyone that worked on it, because they got ghosted, too. They are like, we don't fucking know. It went to distribution, and... <laughs> Jesus, really? Oof. Like, they're like, I don't, you know, like, even having, like, a fucking copy of the movie, nobody had shit. It was so bizarre. So, like, finally, after a year later, the director gets a hold of me and, like, tells me this whole story about how Hollywood, you know, he's actually, anyhow, it's a whole story. But I finally got a couple stills. But he kind of says he's getting blackballed from Hollywood because he's not trying to. Don't, don't, the only people, the only people that ever say that they're getting blackballed by Hollywood or people that would never have made it into Hollywood in the first place. Yeah, I mean, it's like, really, that's what I always say, too. I'm like, so that's what you said. I mean, I just think one, you know, but he just doesn't like the, uh, not, he doesn't like how they're putting different characters and, like, just having diversity and, like, because he's not even a white guy. He's actually Hispanic. But, like, diversity generally means no fucking crackers on the set. <laughs> <laughs> What, why yeah. you ain't getting this fucking job so it's like you know I mean? so it's just like i mean there's a time and a place that they're going over the top with everything now you know so it's just like that's why he that's his biggest gripe so yeah it, you know. well let's well let's do our best to get danny hassel promoted and out there yeah that was Absolutely. the whole thing the stupid movie in the first i go can i just have my pieces of the movie i don't give a shit about it <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about you guys. <laughs> the movie 
Like, we don't know. Probably have to buy it in Walmart when it comes out. And I go, no shit. I go, that's a fucking... What, what the fuck? First of all, that you even think it's going to get to Walmart <laughs> surprises me, right? <laughs> They're going to be like, security, there's a crazy guy up here that says he's in a fucking movie. I'm like, no, man, come on. Anyhow. But yeah, so that was that movie. And then I have a couple other low-budget movies coming up. That, like, we'll see how those go as well. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, 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 you're still a, you're still a hero in my eyes, buddy. Yeah, man. And then you know, I was I always talk about people. I I actually do this live action role playing stuff. It's uh, it's acting, LARPing, huh? LARPing, LARP, 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 right? To the to like the most uber dork level you've ever even imagined. <laughs> and the only reason why is the participants are fucking um, they're so fucking immersed and into it there's actually there's a version that, that that i play i get hired i do like four times a year and uh we go out in the fucking woods for 40 hours and you are you're a you start and you have you go sleep in the fucking woods and all that and with all these dudes and they all basically it's not paintball it's airsoft they shoot these little bb's at each other right and yeah everything else the fucking radio jargon oh it's so fucking realistic again like, people Time it looks like the fucking news. It looks like Ukraine and shit. They're like, "What is this?" You're like, <laughs> <laughs> "Game that all these dudes show up and play." So, but yeah, I, that that's like another gig that I get to do, man. That's like for me easy because I was an American hero. No, you know what I mean. Joining the yeah, army. well, well, you fucking were, man. Yeah. Talk, that that was the stupidest job I ever had. No, you know. What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> People are like, "How many deployments?" And I'm like, "You know what." Too fucking many, I think. Or <laughs> <laughs> where, where were you primarily uh, stationed? I was well. I stayed at Second Ranger Battalion the whole time. So I, it, 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 there's three Ranger Battalions that go to combat, and they rotate every four months. So you get fresh dudes every four months, and that can right. be. And it goes in a rotation like that. And so they have this thing. It's real, man. You're attached to Delta Force and SEAL Team Six, all that shit. Like just like I'm not trying to. It's all declassified before you know, you say anything, you're gonna get fucking a ten eleven worth. You're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then dudes won't even tell their wives until they're like deploying and they say you know, you're like, Well, you don't go that hard, dumbass. No, she's like you know, <laughs> old James Bond, but no, there was official paperwork when I had a security clearance. And so you you basically every four months you're either let's say you start in your uh your garrisons when you're in garrison that's back at like Fort Lewis, Washington. And right. you do a lot of eagles stuff on home stuff you get block leave and then you start getting ready to train for the next four months and you rehearse just like you would in movies that's what was cool about having an acting background they take you know acting acting they act the same way they're like on oh, headsets and like what well, i'm set roger that road <laughs> all this gear really it's very official. And then, stop traffic. And they're out there. Man, movie crews have more juice. I swear to God. Sometimes it's <laughs> trying to stop traffic. Hold on. We got some PAs. Watch this shit happen, dude. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's okay. We'll show you how to do that. <laughs> fucking headsets. Stopping the 405. They're like, we got it. Fucking, we got it. If they see a camera, people go fucking, that's it. They're like, okay, stop. Shit. Yeah. We, we call it filmmaker's immunity. It's like it's like if you're out there with a camera, you can fucking get away with anything. Pretty much, man. They're like, oh, okay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyhow, man, back to that army stuff. So yeah, I was so busy that whole time that uh, so then the next four months, like I said, when you're rehearsing, you're literally rehearsing just like you would overseas, even with live rounds and everything. You're jumping out, flying to fucking wherever, rehearsing all this crazy ass fucking scenarios. And that's just training and not to be funny and not even being, but literally, I think three dudes in my, my 
eight year were don't remember i don't want to do but act well for sure three three were killed in training oh it's well wow Hello. world, world okay. war ii it's really well known that in world war ii you know a third of the a third of the american deaths in world war ii were related to transportation of equipment and well, and games in america and and flying accidents and all well, that how I learned, you know, when it, when I became like a real soldier like that, when things were happening like that, guys were, you know, killed on a, on a jump that we were practicing night jumps at Fort Lewis because we we're going to do that or Afghanistan, wherever the fuck they needed us. And um, there was a death and I was, I was now a sergeant and I was like, wow, what the fuck? You know, this happened when I was younger, but this is a shooting death that happened on a ramp and it was a complete accident, most bizarre accident. Um, but my one of my platoon sergeants who's like a great dude just looked at me and was like look these are the big toys we're the big boys that play with the big toys and right. sometimes this is what happens when you have the real toys meaning you know like you said aircraft machines shit weighs 72 tons you know or whatever it is you know humans don't you know if you're, yeah. running, you're fucking dead you know what i mean or whatever. yeah exactly and then a whole bunch of real like real world combat deaths i have i know a bunch of them you know so like it's just a very weird job and then i'm so glad i don't do it anymore because i was looking for a way out even then you know not to try to hero because i was like i'm good doing this there's just way too fucking dangerous man yeah yeah you know, I, I mr magood my way through the whole fucking thing <laughs> So, so now, now you're the happy wanderer. You have your, your, uh, Winnebago there and you go from place to place. How's that working out? It's very, it's, I, it's local, man. I live, it's parked in front of my apartment buildings, not far down. It's like, you know, <laughs> at first people hated me and now they're like, oh, it's that guy. So I'm like a local, I'm like a local, what do you call it? Glamper. I go from like Leo yeah. Carrillo to, Huntington Beach, not far. And then, you know. <laughs> Do you take that to conventions? I have taken it to local ones, to, like when they're here. Yeah. But it, yeah, I probably, I have Monster Palooza coming up. <laughs> I'm probably going to park with like the vendors. <laughs> but this is <laughs> the fucking green room. And this is where everyone hangs out. Yeah, yeah. I can so, imagine. So, and it's really fun. Like I, my daughter has only had this. She's only, we've had it her whole time, her whole life. So. We, it gets a lot of use. It's full of sound right now from the birthday party. <laughs> well, that's it. It's great to have one and actually use it. Yeah. No, we. Use it. I just wanted to say, like, like I don't. Yeah, I, it, they, it's like a boat, man. It ain't made for gas mileage. It's, 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 <laughs> and it's a fucking eighty nine. And then it has a carburetor. People are like, "What's that?" <laughs> <laughs> but to work on, I have one mechanic who's brilliant, and it's not really that difficult. Not like I'm Joe mechanic, but it's like it looks like a bone and a rock compared to new cars. You know? yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, totally. I mean, I can't. I, 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 I realized this when I went out and and I thought my car had. 200,000 on the original plugs, right? Whoa. And so I I thought, well, I'm going to go out and I'm going to change the plugs in it, but it's it's a recent car, right? And so I went up, I lift I lifted up the hood and I looked down and I I couldn't find the fucking spark plugs. I couldn't find the fucking wires. I couldn't find anything. Right, so I, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Right, my wife's car. She has a new car too, and they're completely manufactured different. They're not even made to maintenance, almost. You know, right. that, it's oh, just yeah. all plastic. When you yeah, open the hood. transmission oil, all that shit. They're like, "No, it has a little sensor, and you throw it away and go get a new one." Right? <laughs> yes. It, it's like it's like how are you how are you not sure that the only thing that that sensor is there for is to go out? No, I swear that's what most of them mm -hmm. are bullshit. <laughs> Your 
car could be like lit up like a Christmas tree with all that shit and probably run for it because they in other countries. Trust me, they're using that shit. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's South America or whatever, that like every light's going off on it, but it's like held together with like, you know, it's got like a fake wheel on the front and still running. <laughs> yeah, it's got a wagon wheel. Yeah, one wagon wheel. Yeah. It's true, though. A lot of overseas people will go to car auctions in the States and they'll buy high mileage Suburbans and Yukons and then take them overseas. And then no, you're telling you mechanics wise, dude. Just and then like in Afghanistan, now Iraq is different. Iraq has modern stuff, but in Afghanistan, they're they're just you know super tribal people. Like we were always in the most fucked up areas, like Pakistan border. We weren't, we didn't get to go into like Bagram. We were there for like a week. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? Yeah, <laughs> right. Air Force gets to have all the good chow halls and stuff. But um, no, what was it? The, the uh, their their what's it called? Ingenuity of like what they take you know like this a truck for example or this rv this is actually you know what this rv rv is it's a taco truck yeah. only, a taco truck or an rv that's it it's actually called a chevy p88 or whatever because i've worked on it so much they don't even call it a winnebago fucking cheap and it's a chevy p and that chassis is two things a taco truck or a <laughs> <laughs> hey hey on and on saturday night it's both no right right <laughs> oh yeah we didn't we i was so out of it when this is a funny ass story sorry i'm all over the place but we were uh when we first had it, it was just me and my wife and my buddy and we were surfing total like you know like working out eating to the well, we'd be in Malibu and this ain't, they don't dig that anymore. Having RVs pull up in front of their mansions. They're like, get the fuck out of here. What's this shit? You know? So we pulled up somewhere and it was getting obvious, you know, like, oh, wow, the sheriff showed up in like two minutes, you know? And, we're, and so they told us, hey, man, if you stay here, we're going to have to, right? Told us the whole deal. So we're like, okay. And then we realized now that people weren't, you know, so one night we had served and now we're cooking. We're literally cooking chicken or whatever. Right. <laughs> the cops pull up behind us and they're like, hey, what's going on? Smells like a food truck. And I go, yeah, we're like, I go, no, we're cooking chicken, not meth. I go, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guys, my wife's like, would you guys want to make a place to go? They're like, no, they were actually super nice to us because we weren't weirdos. You know what I mean? We weren't like, right. It's amazing though. There's so many people that live in like RVs in Los Angeles, actually from San Diego to Seattle, man. It's just crazy, right? Right. It's, it's the whole West Coast. It's funny because, uh, I, I lived, I, I haven't been, uh, on the West Coast for five years, and I haven't been in California for 10. And uh, everybody tells me it's just completely different. Oh, man. It's, yeah, that's a lot. There's a lot of eyesores from the city to the bay. I mean, from the, you can, you can say how they like project it and you're missing out and all this, you know, like the weather. And it's like, I said, like people from like the South are, it's like, fuck your weather. Check this out. I'm going to go home to my house and walk inside because nobody owns it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck you it's a ripoff and i'm right there and i'm from here i'm like it's a fucking ripoff don't get sold on this bullshit it's a ripoff well you, you you have to remember this is i i literally was born in colton california so you can dig it i mean yeah if you're i'm a california i was born in riverside man R riverside yeah that's right you and i were born like right within one town of each other so and yeah and that's in those towns some of them are on when they made that show Cops, you're like, oh, I know that shit. That <laughs> <laughs> Cops are on my street. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not exactly a killer neighborhood, you know? Not and anymore. Worse and worse and worse, you know? Maybe when we were young, it wasn't that bad. I'm just saying, like, Los Angeles. Well, yeah, it was, 
it was quite different. So yeah, so when we would we had the RV, man, we have so many people like have had. Well, this one's older, and they can tell that we're you know they're like. But at first, you know, they were like, no fucking way, bud. Nothing ain't staying here. You know what I mean? So <laughs> now, but you, I can tell by looking at it. Not the point. I mean, you you know, we I've had I've actually had to spend money on it. But yeah, we, <laughs> we were at a. We go to the rv parks all the time and there was you know there's some there there's like this family right they're retired they're, they're just dripping with money but super nice they came over and hung out with us you know they're on their rv nick theirs is like a quarter of a million dollars it looks like a fucking <laughs> everything on it like is electronic you know i mean it's like a like a death star pulling up <laughs> So you, 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 you drive, you drive, you drive in and the rents immediately go down. Well, right. They're already like the guys that come out, they're coming out with their clipboards, you know, actually I got 86 out of Malibu, right? Cause they can discriminate, um, uh, RV parks. If they're not state owned, they can discriminate just like golf club horses. Right. So if your RV is 10 years old, cause they don't want people that look like from Venice beach pulling in. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. Beverly Hillbillies, you know, the fucking dogs and shit that I got. <laughs> Pulling up RVs, barely running. So it's just like, yeah, they don't let you do that. But yeah. um, but mine, because of what it is, yeah, I have to send them a picture of it. And then they're like, okay, you're cool. You know, we're, you know what I mean? Like, See, now what you need to have done is you need to take a picture of the really nice one that was right next to you. No, my, right. I took a picture. I have the way my picture looks. Mine looks amazing you know <laughs> but, thank god for photoshop right <laughs> then we go to malibu though and we've been there like 15 times and it's a freaking ripoff it's so overpriced it's just like wafts of sewer you're like oh thanks you know what i mean it's just like and then they they overcrowd it like dockweiler's way better and dockweiler's owned by the state so they can only charge right. you like five bucks right. there and you remember it's like two bills a night right so it's just like and it's dirtier and shit it's like Parking your RV in a horse, it's like a, 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 the dirt is like a horse corral. It's so like stomped out and dirty, you know? Right, like, right. Or, you know? So, uh, yeah, we've been there a million times though. And then I pulled up once and there, you have to turn it off and wait and da, da, da. And then they come out and look. And then all of a sudden I, I realized there was a radiator fluid. And I'm like, oh no. And the guy's official with his book, just like this face, you know, looking at my wife looking at our things out oh, this guy and you're just writing away and i'm like oh, i think i'm in trouble you know and then i drove off because you can't spill you got there's always rules about that because they don't want you know your sewer dumping in their thing or right whatever. right exactly sure enough the next night i get a notice and i was barred from i until i proved to them that i fixed my leak of my your ready your leak <laughs> hey so old. I gotta tell you though, I got never did that before. And you know when you stop your car? Cause we drove actually from Bolsa Chica and it was a really hot summer. We went from Huntington all the way to Malibu. It's not even that right, far. Right. So the radiator, when it, you know, cars, it, it won't leak, but it has a little reservoir that it goes into when it. Right. It, and the reservoir overfills. So right. So the reservoir didn't overfill. I went to go look at it and it, it was so old because it's in, in, in like, yeah. just crumbled in my hand. Right. Exactly. I, 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 I mean, tr like, trust me when I say, my friend, I had a lot of funky old cars when yeah. I was when I was in Hollywood, man. I but th there was so there was so, uh, that's not getting fixed. Yeah, yeah, there's something about going out and grabbing a plastic item on your car and just having to go <laughs> <laughs> right like paper. I was like, yeah, like paper. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm 86 from Malibu until I fix my thing. <laughs> so hey, are are you still playing bass? Yeah, we actually are trying to put Big Troll in because we, that's another thing we use this 
stupid thing for it. No, we uh what's funny is yeah, we we still I still play bass. And you know what, dude, I forgot you sent me a picture of a crazy you play bass, right? I play bass, yes. Right. And then you built one. You built one one time, yes. Is that it still? Oh yep. my god, yeah. So fucking sick. I was like, it's just sick. That's sick, bro. So yeah, I I forgot. I forgot to talk about that. Oh my god, Nick. (laughs) Yeah, I was. I've seen you several times since, and we've never talked about it. Right. I have it in like in my photographs. I have it in there because I was like, oh fuck. But um, yeah. What's funny is I'm trying to. We have Victrola. We have a couple. The drummer. It's always a fucking issue when you have a band. No one can have their shit together all at the same time. You know. Yeah, but it's always the fucking drummer, right? <laughs> General, the good ones. <laughs> you know, fucking got two kids, no job. You're like, fuck, dude, come on, man. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be a rock star at our age, you know. Actually, you know, I'm the old fucker in the band. They're all like in their 30s. But, uh, but yeah, I still play bass. And then even myself, when you take time off, bass for me is kind of physical, you know what I mean? Like, and I don't, you know, I'm not a sit down guy. I don't jump around like flea or anything, but I mean, I stand up and I still play in a rock band, technically. So you got to stand there and look cool. So it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's your job of, so yeah i mean even myself i have to practice i call it wood shedding or going i have to rehearse to go to rehearse even to play my own fucking music because it's like <laughs> if, if you don't continue to do it you suck so true. <laughs> my, but, wife, uh, my wife's a fucking really good singer she's so. a good singer she's a really good singer i love your stuff not taking just you know so it's really you got i gotta keep up with the fucking rest of the people in the band so <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what, man, I have a, I played bass. I went, we formed Victrola. I wasted my whole GI Bill trying to like play music. You know what I mean? Not, not wasted it, but it was like way more fun than taking diesel mechanic or whatever. Ex- well, exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a blast. I felt like, cause Seattle, I went to Seattle Central and they still have a remnants of like fine arts buildings and, you know, still had before all the funds run away. Cause now, right, more, yeah. We were still hands-on, like we had a jazz ensemble, and then we had practice rooms, and then we had studios that had uh, sound tools. So, yeah, you so, know, so, so we didn't be an engineer. My, luckily, one of my bass, the basement called the guy at the bass. He was like a bass mentor, you know. He also taught bass, but he also was the tech in the uh, the sound room. So we got to right. record the album, not without having like a studio standing over you. We kind of fumble fucked around everything. It was a great experience though, because we learned how to. You know, on our own, you know, not right. have somebody go, man, that fucking clock is ticking dollars. Sometimes, hey, listen, w- when we're done with this, send me uh, your demo. Oh, I have, I mean, Victrol is still out there. We have, if you, for some reason, the search is, you have to literally punch in www.victrolatheband.com. Oh, great. Well, then, 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 you know what? This leads into my next question. I was going to say, uh, is there anything that is uh, any way of getting a hold of you? And how do we as fans, uh, uh, and you know, of course, I'm a fan. Uh, right. How do we as fans get a hold of you? Yeah, Danny Hassel. Can't you just DM me at uh, Danny Hassel on Instagram? Yeah, I did, but I'm saying you tell our audience. Oh, that's it, just Danny Hassel. And it's obviously me. I before uh, I've been hacked about a thousand times. There's so many fucking bored people in this world that they need. <laughs> Nothing else to do. Be celebrities, so-called fucking celebrities. You know, (laughs) count of me, you are fucking bored. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it's Danny Hassel on Instagram. DM, direct message me. That's how I. 
actually have gotten even movie roles because like people hit, you know, that's it. You know, you're not getting my home number. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, like, hey, listen, actors are fucking whores. It's so terrible. It's the worst. <laughs> First, hey, you know, I, I'm glad that you said it and I didn't. No, they're the worst. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, fuck, I can't even stand even my coworkers. It's terrible. No, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, you, you, you know, you know that all of us on the crew that aren't actors, you, you, you know that there's a way that we deal with you guys. It's we just roll our eyes and go actors. You like fucking float away from these fucking really weird people. Like, okay, yeah. shit, right on. <laughs> Abs, absolutely. I'm gonna go over here and pretend I'm doing some grip stuff while you go back to your trailer. You fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Daddy, it has been a complete pleasure, man. I want to thank you so much for coming on. Likewise. I love you, Mick. I'll see you oh, soon. Back love up. you, man. We I'll always be... see each other. We always see each other as it is. Right on, man. Okay, brother. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs>